Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. Your host, Kevin Wilson, is going to be taking us on this journey, and we hope you enjoy it. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Wilson. Welcome again to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures, they point to Jesus. My name is Kevin. I'm glad to be with you today for week 23, day two, Ezra 3 through 4, Resistance to Rebuild. And as always, you can access our reading plan in the show notes. Worship is the first order of business as the people begin to build traditions and rhythms into their spiritual life. The people rebuild the altar and they resume the morning and evening sacrifice. The motivation behind this rebuilding is obedience to the law of Moses. Ezra 3.2 says this, And they built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings as it on it, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. Obedience is often the hardest when we fear someone or something. Fear was present. But the people of God continued the work despite the fear of outside forces and people. We see this in Ezra 3, 3-5. It says this, they set the altar in its place, for fear was on them because of the peoples of the land. And they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord, burnt offerings, morning and evening. And they kept the feast for a booth, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number, according to the rules, as each day required. And after that, the regular burnt offerings, the offerings at the new moon, and all the appointed feasts of the Lord, and the offerings of everyone who made a free will offering to the Lord. Resources, talents, and finances are given over to the rebuilding of the temple. The temple will not look like Solomon's temple or Herod's temple, which stood when Jesus walked on the earth, but it is still a place for heaven to meet earth once again. At the end of the chapter, three worship erupts as the people shout, like in the day of Joshua as the walls of Jericho fell. Ezra 3, 11 through 13 reads, And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of fathers' houses, old men who had seen the first house, wept with a loud voice when they saw the foundation of this house being laid. Though many shouted aloud for joy, so the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping. For the people shouted with a great shout, and the sound was heard far away. In chapter 4, the circumstances change. As Reham, as the people of the land discourage the people from building, a letter is written to the new king asking for the work to be stopped. We, we make known, this is Ezra 4, 16 through 22, to the king that if this city is rebuilt and his walls finished, you will have no possession in the providence beyond the river. And so the king orders the work to cease. It says, therefore make a decree that these men may be made to cease and that this city should not be rebuilt until a decree is made by me and take care not to be slack in this matter. What should damage grow to the hurt of the king? It's amazing as you watch how these chapters unfold that you will see joyful celebration, worship, mingled with tears of desperation as the foundations of this temple, this temple is laid. But yet the work stops. 
there is a hindrance. There is an obstacle. There is someone who is standing in the way of the Lord's work. And this happens. Sometimes as Christians, we can become very disillusioned with the world around us and we become cynical or we just become discouraged when we see all that is going on. It almost seems like when the work stops, when we see not a trace of God's work in our life. Where do you see Jesus in all of this? Where do you see Jesus in your life when it seems like the work has stopped? John 15, 18, Jesus makes it clear about how the world operates and how it sees those who follow Christ. John 15, 18 begins, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. Friend, if you're walking through a difficult time today and you feel persecuted, or maybe you feel misunderstood, or you feel that the world is against you, that understanding of the worldview of just culture, then understand before it hated you, it hated Jesus. And you're in good company today. So what should we do? Give up? Oh, no. We never give up. We continue striving. We continue to be resilient to all that is in the world. For the world needs the hope of the Savior. The world needs the light in dark places. The world needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I pray that you're encouraged today as you take the gospel out into a world that needs it desperately, just as much as you and I need it. I hope you've enjoyed this day, and I hope you've enjoyed our time here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. I hope this encourages you in your walk with Jesus as you abide with Him. And join us again tomorrow for day three of week 23 as we look at Ezra 5 through 6 celebration. Join us again tomorrow on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. <music>